The following podcast contains discussions of extremely shitty music. Listener discretion is advised. Can I say something that I think is bullshit? I would say delete that. The fuck did we turn into the bad guys? I don't understand that part. Some kind of podcast. Just right here. <laughs> Fuck you, Jones. They're not sellouts. You fucking trying to see call yourself fans precious. <laughs> I mean, I'm a fanboy, but even I'm not that much of a fucking fanboy. Alright, let's do this. This song is just about getting back at all the people that don't care. Oh. You are about to make them you're about to make them care. You don't know, but there's a monster in your stomach brewing. We're, we're, gonna, we're literally going to talk a fucking hour on this fucking song. I hope not. <laughs> What's up, Bob Rock's Turtlenecks? <laughs> this is some kind of podcast. I can't believe we're doing I this. I don't know what the fuck I don't I'm doing, doing here. This. I don't want to do this, this anymore. This is so bad. This is... Oh. All right, so... Do your spiel. Keep going. Hey, this is the fucking podcast where we're talking about St. Anger, and I'm already... We're about to be one song deep, and I, I don't know why we're doing this. I love how we only got, what, half hour of the movie? Uh, if that? 45 minutes? We're No, we're not even 40 minutes. Not even 40 we're, minutes, we're, yeah. We are, like, at a push, like, 35 minutes. Oh. It's, like, not enough... It's rough. It's fucking rough. This and, is rough. And we're doing the title track. Oh of yes, the film song today. Some kind of monster. Unfortunately for us. Um, so all right. So so the last week where we kind of left off is is um, so Metallica. They get themselves into a real pickle because they're um, so they they rent out this big. Uh, like military barracks, Presidio. They, the Presidio. Yeah. They roll in this shitty Porta studio, and they basically they flounder around for like a month before eventually uh, James and Lars hate each other so fucking much that they just they can't take it anymore. And James bails on the band and goes to rehab, and he's gone for a fucking minute he's gone for a while but we're gonna get there that's not that's not even that's not today. what today is is about um well let's all right let's try to be happy for like two fucking seconds did you, you be like happy did you listen to anything that's fine today this week this did you listen to anything that was good this week well i mean what'd you, what'd you listen to this well, week? it was pantera it was dime's birthday oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I mean you have to i mean it's Dimebag's birthday i mean that's true to, it was just all I just have the Pantera playlist going through. Very true, very true. Yeah, the, the, Very um, boomer of me, by the way. Well, you know, maybe when Pantera stops being good, I'll do it. Mm. I'll stop doing it. You know what uh, What I was listening to, actually speaking of Pantera, I was listening to it yesterday, is um, the the remaster, the remix remaster of uh, uh, Reinventing. Ooh! The Steel, the Terry Date remix and remaster. I've not heard that. Is it good? It's really good. It's, I mean, the songs are forever, right? It's, it, you know, and I, I think the... Um, what they did is, I think the difference is in a lot of the uh, kind of the high end presence of the record and like mm -hmm. the, um, there's a little more kind of like top end. It's a little less like dull. Okay. That, and I, and I that, and that record sounds good in the first place, but it's like when it you does. really a b them together, there's a lot more kind of like sonic information happening, which is fine. You know, you're the that's, producer. I'm just a listener. I'll believe it's that. good. There's a, yeah, there's a little more top end to it. There's a little more, it's a little fuller sounding, okay. which is, is cool. You know, it's a little brighter. Mm -hmm. The, mm -hmm. the mix is, is noticeably different, right? It definitely takes out like sometimes to the detriment, depending on the song, it takes a little bit of like the, um, the way that the symbols and stuff are kind of mixed is like a little funky, but like the, um, you know, they're great songs. They're going to, that's enduring music, right? Actually, I got one for you that is surprising to me. Mm -hmm. I went out of my comfort zone a little bit. And mm -hmm. I, I, I'm kind of, you know, I'm glad I did, actually. Okay. So we, um, my gal and I, for the listeners. Uh, He's taken. Sorry, guys. Yeah, we, oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, gentlemen. Sorry, dudes. 
uh, the um, every year we we go to Universal Studios and hit hit up uh, Halloween Horror Nights and do the whole bit. And this year, um, so they've had musical guests before. You know, they've done like or, or, or collaborations for haunted the haunted houses and everything. So like. You know, a couple of years ago, it was Rob Zombie. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've done Ozzy. Mm-hmm. There's maybe one more that I'm forgetting. There's definitely been like a couple. Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper. There it is. There's a peanut gallery back there. <laughs> Don't mind them. <laughs> yes, Alice Cooper. Yeah, there was there was Alice Cooper as well. Yeah. Um, so there, there's been a few. And, and this year, it was uh, in what I thought was a really strange choice was uh, The Weeknd. What? I know. <laughs> that is really strange, right? Like... You wouldn't necessarily think of it, but they. So in in looking into it, it's like okay, he has a bunch of kind of like uh, horror related That's music true. videos. Yes. Like even though the music yes. isn't necessarily like what you would attribute to that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. it you know there's a bunch of videos that are kind of like horror adjacent at the very least. Yep. So exactly. out of you know just an abundance of curiosity and wanting to know what I'm getting into, mm-hmm. you know we we're listening to some of his stuff, specifically his uh, record After Hours. Okay. It's pretty fucking good. Is it really? It actually is yeah. pretty fucking I good. I mean, it's, it's Daft Punk without the vocoder, basically. If you just oh, like, if you just like take the like robot that. voice out of Daft Punk. What's that song? Work it, make it. Yeah, okay, or, or around the world, or <laughs> any of those world, songs, yeah. right? Like, oh, if you yeah, just yeah. if you just take the robot voice out of those songs, it's like basically the same thing. And like, who doesn't like Daft Punk? Yeah, the kids. You got to be a real dickhead to not like that. We're we're surrounded by dickheads, so you know. I mean, I don't trust anyone who doesn't like Daft Punk. Those are just objectively fucking awesome songs. Good. So, like, it's not that far removed. You know, it's more more eighties kind of shit. Sure. I don't really. Yeah. I don't. I don't dig his his old stuff really that much. But like, yeah, you know, it's cool. The Mm -hmm. eighties revival thing. Yeah, I do know about the eighties. It's cool, like the synth pop kind of situation. You know, it's it's neat. Shit, Ministry did that first before. I know we're going way. Oh yeah. yeah. You know what? The first Ministry album. I got him with sympathy. (laughs) I like that record, and I and like Al doesn't play those songs, and 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 there's so much, you know, kind of the the. The fact that it's an artistically insincere record, objectively. Mm-hmm. He was pressured into doing that sound by the label. That's true. It's not something he was interested in doing. But some of those songs are really good. I'll take your word on it. What is there that song? Go. Hold on. I'm looking it up. It's, um, it's well, I wanted to tell her it's pretty good. That's not the one I was thinking of, though. I, I got to look this up. It's is it some kind sympathy. of monster? No, <laughs> it's not. It is not. With sympathy. Revenge. That's the song. If you all right, so there you go. There's 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 another one for you to listen to. I, mm-hmm. I, I uh, revenge off of the first Ministry album with sympathy. Mm-hmm. I think it's the first. one. Okay. Uh, what is? I'm really being a bad about? fan right now. I gotta. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say. I'm looking it up. I know. 80, holy shit, eighty three, dude. Yeah, it was. It's way back there, bro. Yeah, man. Uh, that's that's yeah yeah. That's the first one, and it's. Uh, it's it's a doozy because it doesn't sound like Jesus built my hot rod one. I would say it does not sound one like Jesus built my hot fucking rod. bit. But it's cool though. It's a good. It's a cool record. Don't do I, drugs, I, kids. I, That's what I have to say. I suggest that you listen to it. Um. Anyways. Anyways. Um. Where this is the we? top of my head. That's this flat. is the top of my head. That's flat. <laughs> oh God, I'm just like putting off like listening to this godforsaken dog right, so, shit ass so, record. So, uh, uh, so, so just so everyone knows that this is so some kind of monster. The song "Some Kind of Monster" is the third third song in the album. Yes, uh, but the reason why it's out of order is because this is uh, at least according to the 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 movie and what they give us of the Presidio sessions. This the, is the these are the first the, moments, the first riff, yeah, from yeah. The, not a lot made it out of the Presidio and into the record. But this as far did, as we know, yeah, but. There's a whole lot of it in this one. Yeah, I don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do this. Uh, we, 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 we made, we're made, we, we, we fucking committed to this, man. Why we the really see it fuck? Okay, all right. So, so again, the, the point is to to break it all down and not just to sit here and go, oh, it's, it's, oh, it's bad because that's not, in no way is that productive, right? So oh, we'll have something to say. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, so so the the analysis part of it, or at least breaking it down, or like, man, you know, to give people something to learn from is is also the hope. Like, mm-hmm. just for the record, so I'm not as producer inclined as you are, Nick. I'll give sure. my 
fanboy statements. Yeah, sure, sure. I'm going to say on the record that this song in the album is definitely one of the weaker ones, uh, at least for me. And not only is it weak, it's a lot of weak. A lot of weak, It's weak in great quantities. It's like, you know, it's like you go to Hometown Buffet and you eat garbage. Gotcha. You fill yourself to the neck with garbage. Yeah. It's like eating a lot of shit doesn't change the fact it's like it's shit in great quantities yes like even worse like, yes no no it's more like golden corral golden like golden corral. Go, golden going to golden corral <laughs> and just eat, taking a big plate full of food that's like so soft that like the people that eat there have no teeth so it's yeah. like you know so like a 400 pound person with no teeth can mm. just open their unhinge their mouth like a pit viper and just slide the whole plate viper. in that's, a good that's what this is like it's just like yeah. Immense amounts of slop. Yes. So. Yeah. And to, uh, for the record, uh, there are actually songs on Sanger that I act like yeah. quite a bit, which you don't, which I can't wait till we pick those <laughs> oh, songs yeah, yeah, and we'll yeah. go back and forth. So, but I think this one, I think you and I are going to be agreeing <laughs> a lot. Well, of it, I, so. if the good first bit of, I think, good advice, if you're, if you're listening to this and you're, Let's say maybe you're starting a band. Maybe you're like thinking about being in a band or... or don't do it. No, or, no, don't do it. It's a lot of work. It sucks. <laughs> Mostly sucks. Uh, let's say even you're you're in a band and you're really trying to figure it out. You know what I mean? Let's say you're, you're, you're a ways in, but like maybe you haven't all the way settled on what it is that's going to make you and your band cool, right? That certainly happens. You know what happened to us? We had our growing pains. Hell yeah! In the beginning and everything, you know. That's and fuck you, Nick. And and, and you know, I've been playing for fifteen years before we we, you know, uh, before I joined our band. And sorry, there was some some figuring it out that kind of had to happen. Yeah. And oh, and yeah. that and that's fine, you know. But like, if there is one piece of advice that I can give anyone who is just trying to get started right now, it is this one. If you walk away from this entire podcast with one thing that you are going to take to heart, please, and I'm moving closer to the mic, and this is so important, and I really need you to know that this is not okay to make a song that's this long and have, like, this this length for no fucking reason. If you are going to make an eight-and-a-half-minute song, if you are going to write a song that's more than three minutes, you need to fucking... Not just probably (laughs) don't. I I am of the firm belief that most songs that I've heard that are over four minutes, like even most like progressive rock length. This is a this is like the length of a goddamn King Crimson song. Mm -hmm. And if you are gonna have a song that is that long, like you better have more than a minute and a half worth of worthwhile ideas in there. I think I counted when I heard the song back today just to prep for this. It is eight and a half fucking minutes. And I think I heard. Maybe four different changes in the song. Yeah, and for eight and a half minutes, that is that's a lot to handle just for that little amount of change. <laughs> that's a lot to handle. I think it's important to really keep in mind that, especially these days, and maybe you know we're we're not like fucking zoomers here, right? Like we're mm. we're old guys, so like there is a degree of like cantankerous old guyness. But I really feel like the streaming economy really. I, I fell into it to the point that I'm like, if it doesn't grab me, I'm like, nope, fuck you, get out. That's like, that's it. Mm-hmm. So, like, that that whole kind of, like, modern streaming economy kind of ADD that music consumption kind of has now, you know, I, I know that that's affected me a lot. Mm-hmm. So, eight and a half minutes is a fucking... You better have some serious respect for your listener's time. If you're writing music, that's why, like... So, our, our band, right? Yes. And this is, well, you know... Go. And I'm not saying that we're doing it right. Our band's called The Mighty Fall. And listen to us on Spotify, That's YouTube, true. all that stuff. Got Hell yeah. It. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the the whole idea being, or at least the songwriting philosophy is like, every second that someone is paying attention to you is precious. And if you're just, you're just fucking bebopping around, like wasting your audience's time. Mm. And, and we're going to, we're going to get there. But, that's the thing. This song, the verse does not even start until three minutes in, right? Two minutes and twenty fucking seconds. The the entire we would be done with the song for thirty seconds. Yeah, we would be. 
most of our before stuff that even hits that point. <laughs> so that to me is yeah. like that just blows my fucking mind that is absolutely insane that they just spend that much time like meandering around so so the the okay god well then, right. fuck it let's go i mean we might yeah. as well yeah you know. so beginning of some kind of monster oh here we go you get the the riff the thing that makes me and, and you'll hear it now if i'm sure you probably if you've heard the song which like my condolences if this is the first time you're about to Oof, first time but if you've heard it before you'll probably notice or if you didn't now you'll never be able to unhear it is um when you turn up an amplifier that's like loud enough it'll kind of start rattling some shit in the room mm-hmm. most likely mm-hmm. now in this situation because it's clearly it sounds like it's like a room mic or whatever it's like not a very directional microphone it's like they it was just like it sounds like there was just a mic in the room somewhere and you can hear it rattling the snare beads on Lars's snare drum. <laughs> and this is particularly... First thing, by the way. Oh, yeah. That's your first yes. impression of the song. And that's exacerbated tremendously by... Even when Lars isn't playing the fucking drums, you that can snare... still hear him. That snare sound destroys it. Because, because he's detuned his he's unlatched his snare yes so those things are just they're hanging free yes. you get a little bit of that maybe in in certain rooms or at certain volumes yep. or whatever you know it's not that weird but to have it be that loud and leave it in leave he it didn't in, take it out well, bob you know, rock should be well, in jail well, you know why they left it in right because it's 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 live uh, it's a live setting. This is right. them recording it live. Isn't and that everyone's when dream? you listen to the rehearsal <laughs> stuff, and we're gonna get there a little bit after, but the the um the kind of the bonus DVD of them playing the whole album in rehearsals. Yes. Um, it sounds the it's it the same. It sounds the same. It's, yes. it's the same, and it's just because it's <laughs> like the, that's I know shitty live sound when I've heard it. I've played enough VFWs yeah. to know shitty live sound when I hear it, and that is inexcusable. Mm-hmm. That is like that goes beyond raw. And into, you should go to prison for letting that onto a record that like, ten million people bought. I, I mean, I, I get why they left it in there, and there's gonna be a lot of things, not just from this song, but from the record itself that they left in there in order to give it that quote unquote live feeling, sure. quote unquote garage band feeling, and stuff like that. Right, and the concept uh, is good. Yes. That's the whole thing. Is the idea mm-hmm. is is a good idea. It was a cool idea. Yeah. We like raw music. Yes. We we, we, so, we yeah. both like underground. Sure. Not super produced music. I mean, I'm I can I'm I'm turning my head and I can see a, like a converge flyer on the wall oh, from yeah, where yeah, I'm yeah, sitting. Exactly, so like, yeah. you know, I like music that sounds like shit. Yeah. And and that's fine. And, and that's not to say that I don't like music that's well produced because yeah. if you listen to the rest of Metallica's 90s output, for God's sakes, they're it's, so produced, it's they're yes. landmarks yes. of how good you can make a heavy guitar heavy record guitar, sound. Yes. Black Album, you know, you listen to that Sabbath True Guitar Tone, that is absolutely is fucking is insane. Uh, to walk it back again, because we were talking about IRA with, with Devin Townsend, he actually, yes. so his album, his solo album, Ocean Machine, mm-hmm. here's a little fun fact tangent for Ooh, you. Oh, here we go. I love um, the Nick, that's a great, Nick That's a great record. I love that record. It's it's a good one, and it's you can kind of hear the the kind of like lurching, kind of muscular Black Album influence in that record. Yes. But you can hear it even more in the actual drum sound if you listen, because he took one of the snare hits from the beginning of Sad But True, because in the in the process of doing that record... It was done in such a such a kind of a hurried, um, dirt floor kind of way that the drum sound was really shitty out of the room. Uh-huh. So in order to, and this is a point in time in the late '90s where sample replacement was more complicated than it it is, is now. now. Yes, where right. you can just you can just drop things into Pro Tools and and yeah. have it be Google how it is. Google. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so you know, in that situation, he took one of the snare hits out of Sad But True and use that for sample reinforcement on the entire record. And you can actually hear, if you listen to the soloed out drums and all that stuff, you can actually hear because it's doubled up that snare hit. Those, yeah. The bop, 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 bop. Oh, There's yeah, a little yeah. guitar scuff on each of yeah, those. On each of the, so yeah, every snare hit on that album has the has tiniest little bit of guitar oh scuff God, on it. That's great. That's good shit. You, and you won't hear it unless you listen to it, but it's yeah. just like and a cool little, it's yeah. a cool little aside. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so, and that record sounds cool too. So it's mm-hmm. anyway, um, okay. 
like I said, the song is two and a half minutes before the verse even starts. Well, we get, and we get, and you can build to yeah, that stuff. Well, then you have the riff. They put, okay, yeah. that riff is... It's Helmet without the thoughtfulness that makes Helmet, helmet good. without the thoughtfulness. <laughs> I love it. Love it. You're like, if you, just go listen off. to fucking Betty. <laughs> if you want to hear this, but like, good. We haven't even talked about the lyrics yet. Is oh, this, we, we haven't, haven't even talked about, about the guitar any, solo yet. We haven't even talked about anything the lyrics or the solo. Yeah. I put quote well, yeah. Solo. That was yeah. what I was going to say lead. next is at the beginning of the, yes. the beginning of the song, we're getting off to the worst start. Yeah. Because James plays one of his, like, one of maybe two to three so, like right, leads that he plays James. in the oh, whole catalog. Right. And it is, it is out of time. It is a bad lick. It's weird. It's it a, so it's weird. A, it's a shitty two-note lick. It's, yeah. like, not... It's out of time. Um, it, it is, like, a bewildering choice. And he does it twice. The James solo makes me want to eat a gun for lunch. I wouldn't... Oh, lead... I know what you're saying. Lead solo, same thing. So yeah, real take, real first take energy. Now after that though, I will give the one part of the song that I at least give them at least a little credit that they try when they went up tempo. You know the tough riff, the, the tough riff, the tough riff, <laughs> the tough riff. So the tough yes. riff, if you don't know, is there's a great bonus track on the on the record where they're trying to work out like the double time part Which of, we'll of talk later with on, like, like tr- kind of triplets yeah. and and the intro of the um the intro of the the podcast has. A the clip notes from in between the notes in between that are fucking with me. me. <laughs> it's so stupid, fucking Kirk. And it's it's just so funny. Like that is such a. I, I love that when Kirk is learning that part, he goes in the movie. He goes, "Holy hey, shit. shit!" Which is like I feel like what I do when like when Andrew brings me a part that is like a little above where like I need to I need to work on this. And he'll show it to me, and I'll go, "Holy shit!" Yeah, that's that's where you the, it's the same energy, but it's for like the most like caveman student, like a helmet riff, but yes. shitty, wild, like Kirk Hammett, student of Joe Satriani, yes, renowned guitar player. Yes, you know we we can you know make a strong case for him getting lazy over time and everything sure. else, but like. Man, we love Kirk. Come on. He's just like a precious baby boy, and we love him. He's never done anything wrong in his life. But, like, holy fuck. (laughs) And and to be fair, Kirk, before, this is before him, you know, Kirk wrote riffs. You know, he wrote, I mean, there's a ton of riffs that he has written for Metallica back in the 80s, like the Creep of Death riff and uh, the little Master Puppets chorus part and all that. So he knows how to write the riffs. He just can't play them. And in all the. Kurt actually never recorded any of the rhythm stuff on record until I think that in Blackout. There was Load and Reload. That's Load when and Reload, finally yeah, yeah. got him to have both James and Kirk record both together and stuff like that. Now, obviously, he has the the unenviable task of trying to keep up with one of the best rhythm guitar players of all time. Of all time, yes. which so, is definitely James Hetfield. So, yes. like, you know, he's doing that. He's been doing that live the whole time. To be fair, in his defense, you know. He's had to play those songs to speed live that whole time. So he, he got enough to get by. But it's like, yeah. yeah, you know, when those records roll around and you watch the you watch the live footage, you watch the rehearsals, you watch all this stuff. It's like, you know, the cracks in the in his foundation as a player. Yes. Really start to show. Someone fast. didn't do their homework. Someone, yep. Yep. <laughs> that's real shit. Yeah. That's and it. it's and it's never more apparent than it is on this one. On this record specifically, what's what's it shows on the song, but in the film you get to see the whole band's both strengths and weaknesses, and yeah. the weaknesses are very much exposed by all three. I don't count Bob Roth, but all three members. Are, he counts. He's playing bass. He's in well, there. I'm just saying, and he also let this production job go out the door uh, okay. too. So well, I guess he so, saw his weakness too. As yeah. Well, so all right, touche, touche. So I was I was writing a bunch of notes. As I was listening to both the studio and live uh, version of the yeah. album, which is is you know why did I do this? And <laughs> I and I, I I wrote in there with no timestamp or anything like uh-huh. that. I just said, "God, at least it's more or less in tune." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unlike the rest of the record, record which is more yeah. than I can say for but, almost every other but, song. But Nick. It's it's a live record. It's a garage band, and yeah. everything's gonna be all in tune when we're. Hey, you know what my garage bands did when I was a teenager? <laughs> Tuned our fucking guitars. 
Oh god. And and then uh, so so the so we get through the, the tough the, riff. There's yeah. like the bounce yeah. riff kind of afterwards. Uh, the, oh, is that when he's playing by the, the, the no, not, not, not even the, that part. Oh, okay. The bow, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. So there's well, the, that, that, well, that, that riff gets reused like four times. Yeah, on well, that Anger. wasn't before the lyrics kicked. I thought that was after. The... No, it's after the verse. It so is the first. Well, that so that's riff lyrics. Okay, gets reused yeah. on the album like so, four times, like throughout yeah, the record. So, it's getting used. So right there, what we described the the intro, the intro we don't talk about, but that first riff that kicks in the. Mm. The stupid little James solo, the 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 tough riff. Yeah, the verse the, riff it, isn't even half terrible. It, it, exactly, it's not even half terrible. By the way, that's about it. You're gonna hear that repeat, repeating, you know, copy paste. Did I say that yeah, right? Yeah. For Pro Tools, okay, mm-hmm. over and over and over and over for the next eight, what, eight and a half minutes, eight and a half minutes, and it's tough. It's tough because once you hear it, and you know, okay, that's it. And they don't add anything. There's no different drum beats. There's no nothing else going on. It's it's no solo. It's tough. It's re- for me, and I'm a Metallica yeah. diehard. It's hard. I really, to, I, I really don't really think, think so. so. Delete that. Oh, delete that. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing too. Is it, it's a bummer too because you can sort of see like the seed of an okay idea as far yeah. as like. You know, the main riff, it's like, okay, just go listen to Helmet. The verse riff is, is okay. Yeah. It's, like, fine. Sure. It gets completely ruined by these lyrics. So we should talk a little bit about oh, some, about, these, about these lyrics. We should start, like, kind of getting into this And situ- for the record, J- James Hetfield has never been the strongest at lyrics. And this is my opinion. No. He, he's got, there's some moments, but. No one's going to disagree it, with you. No one's, that. I was going to say, James Hetfield is, is the, it, one of his strengths is not the lyrics, by the way. Just so you guys are ready for this. Right. So, so. All right, hit me. This Let's song go. has five verses. I just want to make that clear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the song is eight and a half minutes and the the parts don't really change, but the fucking song has five verses and and the 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 concept he runs out of body parts by body parts That's by the you, second yeah, one the end of the second one so doesn't even know the second one halfway through runs out of body parts so it's not really like. The, it's a it's a shaky concept, obviously, yes. right? Like, so, so the song is. We're going to get to that after we probably talk about the song. That the meanings uh, Nick and I have found people have put in their own interpretation of what the song means. Hilarious. We'll get to that. Oh, but yeah. long story short, this t- song it, it shows it right at the beginning of the film. It's you know pieces of things like you know some kind of monster, some kind of monster. That's the <laughs> best part. They they the, it's like the air gets sucked out of the room, and they're all like. Write that write down, that, write right that now. Down. Stop everything and write that down. <laughs> but that's that's all it is. It's just pieces of things that get put together. And once we get through all the lyrics and such, we'll we'll go into the interpretation of what other people have right. think it is. And it's so first fucking verse. Hilarious. First verse. These are the eyes that can't see me. These are my balls. Oh, sorry. This is the top of my head that's flat. <laughs> These are the hands that drop your trust. What the fuck, dude? I don't know. Just keep going. I gotta, I, I... These are the boots that kick you around. Mm. Not a body part. Not a body part. <laughs> this is the tongue that speaks on the inside. The inside, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are the ears that ring with hate. These, uh, this is the face that will never change. Mm-hmm. This is the fist that grinds you down. This mm. is the voice of silence no more. It's, it's you know, it's it's goofy. Can, it's, can, it's silly. Can we talk about uh, on the album of how he delivers the... Now, uh, I, so you're you're the producer. Yeah. And I, I just listened to it. It just, how he's like, these are the voices of silence no more. You can hear, yeah. I don't he's know. Going okay, he's going out of his range. Okay, He's going out of his range big time. Which big is time. something that I... I I, yeah. I, again, it's a live band. You it's can, a garage band. There were, there's, this is, it's not as apparent in this song, but even in just the, the, the recording process, but the, okay. well, the delivery, yes. Okay. But there's things, there's technical like snafus in other songs. Okay. That we'll get to, but okay. like, you know, the microphone, so the microphone that James used is the same one that's sitting in front of me right now. Is and, it really? Yes. No. Yeah, SM7B. I never it's, do that. It's, it's the same kind of microphone. Oh, right? It's fuck. an industry standard microphone. It's like a normal mic, right? Okay. Like, it's a it's a an unfancy microphone, yeah, right? Definitely a, not. Yeah. This is a utilitarian vocal mic. If you walk into a studio that doesn't have one, you should probably leave. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. 
Um, because like, yeah, you can have fancy stuff all day long, but sometimes you just need the simple shit. So it's a good, you know, whatever, good basic stuff. And you can hear the, the, what they call the plosives on a lot of his, uh, his recordings where the, or the, oh, the, okay. the kind yeah. of like rumble underneath it. Yeah. Like, cause he's just like eating the mic. I don't know, I'm rubbing my face on the guy. Yeah. yeah. Like, like so, nice. and you can hear yeah. all this like bullshit happening with mm. the mic and it's, it's very apparent and they keep letting it happen and not taking it out. Yep. And this is just the kind of shit that is just like absolutely insane. It's like ASMR, right? It's like, yep. Oh God. Oh yes. I can't hear it right now, but it probably sounds horrible. It probably sounds great. Oh, sorry. Our, Future listeners and such. If you like ASMR, this is your. This is now an ASMR channel podcast. Right. So we, we get to the first verse. They do that. Do 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 do. Yeah, it goes right so back into it again. Here we go, and here's where the English grammar. Oh, these are bad. Gets I'm reading the lyrics right this now. This is these where you you. This is the this is the grammar that gets taken out back and shot in the face. These are the legs in circles run. Oh, I, I just know it's that. That's so bad. It's because he couldn't come up with enough, like something that fucking made sense. This is the beating you'll never know. Not a body part. Not a body part. <laughs> These are the lips that taste no freedom. The fuck does that mean? Uh, sorry, keep it's going. Not, not, why am I asking? Keep it's, going. I don't know. This is the feel that's not so safe. I don't. I don't even think he knew what he was writing. The about feel that that's not so safe. Uh, and and then uh, yeah, you feeling it now, Mr. Krabs? And then, and then we Mr. get into some. You know, um, you know the. Uh, this is the face you'll never change. This time, this is the the god that isn't pure, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And uh, but it's more so the way that he delivers that is like yeah. real. The god that ain't so like it's out of time. It just doesn't. It's not good. Um, so then we kind of get into this like this part where it's again in theory this is like a part that. Is almost cool, right? Where we get into the the, the we, we the, the people, people are we the people uh, part here. So, um, it, where it's just, it's D beat, it's just like oh like yeah, a deep, oh, yeah, like a thrash beat, beat, thrash beat, yeah, and the vocal yeah. with like little guitar stabs. It's like mostly that's not vocals and drums, bad. which is a cool part. Yeah, and I've you know I can think of some some songs where it's like you know I can think of some bands where there's like parts that are like that. Yeah, and and it's cool. And that makes me want to fight, but yeah. not this. Don't we have a song like that? Um, sort of, kind of. Kind yeah. of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I wrote a yeah, 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 I wrote a part like that, yeah. so I think it's yeah, cool. Exactly. Yeah, no, it's okay. It just, that's yeah. not bad. Yeah. But what the fuck is we the people? We just got two pieces of allegedly yeah, piece of it, monster. It, it's, it got nothing to do with anything. With, yeah, it so, just sounds cool. Which okay, fine. Let's sure, talk about okay. So let's talk about in some interpretations of that because we were oh, looking at. Oh, oh, I'm looking oh. at genius. Oh, You've got song mind. meaning. Oh. So genius says. I gotta pull this up. Uh, obviously, it's it's a um, you know the Constitution and and shit, and uh, you know the the interpretation here being that uh, and this seems a little more kind of s- s- right, you know. Uh, describing imprisonment, although the song is nothing about the government or even America, it's using context to the song. The context is the 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 members of the band being portrayed as and feeling powerless in the uh, the making of the record and mm-hmm. being like sort of imprisoned by the process. And and metaf- so this this person says, metaphorically speaking, the creation of Saint Anger was a prison. Thus, these words were. Added to the song, it was simply a time of crisis and worry for Metallica, and that seems fair enough. I would say so, yeah. You know, but now we're getting into nice. Okay, now we're getting so now. So you said about your okay. Here we go. Give me that. This one. Let me have it. Just really quick, because this is specifically towards the we the people part, which gets repeated four fucking times in the in the fucking uh, song. So long. All right. So this one is uh this one's called uh interpretations.com. Uh, this is for by the way, this is quote for quote about to read. Are you ready for this? Let me have it. This could be about rebellion against the right to bear arms in the American fuck you. What what the fuck does that even mean? The repetition of we the people followed by are we the people questioning open line from the constitution that is by and for the American people, and therefore represents everybody. This is a face you'll never change. Reference 
to the difficulty people have changing gun laws in America. Oh, there's more. Oh, this is just with these fucking wing nuts. On, it gets it's like, better. It's like this is like your your like wing nut uncle that it, just everything is about like the president. Yeah, it, it gets better. This is a tongue that whoops you down, and these are the fears that swing over your head. With there's more down yeah. there. Examples of references: the propaganda oh. used to keep the current gun laws in place. This is real. I'm, yeah. I'm, there's one more. There is no way that whoever wrote this is like under the age of fifty. Oh, this is the tongue that speaks on the inside, referring to the power large companies and associations with the agenda of keeping gun laws as they have or have within America. I can't read this anymore. American government. Absolutely delusional. I can tell you right now, James did not write this song about what gun laws. I yeah. can. Vehemently oh, say yeah. that it, he's not yeah. that deep into that sort 100%. of stuff. I'll, James Hetfield is not that smart. No, <laughs> that's true. Beer good. Napster, Napster bad. Which is kind of true. That's also true. But like, dude, that, I mean, that that, one, that's giving I, it that's I, giving I, it a wide berth. I first on all. that. That was that's pretty good funny. shit right there. That I is that. funny. And I, you know, I'm sure I think James is kind of you know he's a hunter and he's a big wood a big five. Likes to pretend he's a redneck. He pretends he's a redneck and yeah. all that, but he he has never written anything like the deepest lyrics he's ever written is probably back on the load and reload stuff. And even then, ugh, you, know, you know, a little ugh, like we're, it's a bit of a reach. So it is. again, I listen to Metallica for the riffs and the, and all that sort of stuff. But yeah. nobody's we'll listening to to and and then again too, it's like particularly silly because if you. That just t- tells me that whoever put that in has never listened to the fucking band, or, or yes. if they have, they've never read the lyrics because yeah. there are such um, like strong and clear and apparent anti-war messages in so much early Metallica. One, one, yes, dude. disposable this heroes. Was a great song, I love that song. That's so not much. like, yeah. that's not like a go join the army yeah. song. Exactly. And if you think that's true, you're a fucking moron. Like, yeah. oh my God, that's absolutely wild. That's just these, because it's, because it's old guy metal, it's like these people think that like the content is for them. Fucking like, boomers, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is, it's like, yeah. that's like shitty boomerism at its, at its boomerism. absolute peak is that these people like, you know, that's the whole kind of like, it's not as obvious as people being mad at Rage Against the Machine. Uh-huh. Yeah. When do they get so political? From day, day fucking, fucking one, one. That's all you know. Been about. So, <laughs> what? Yeah. So Jeez. it's not quite as like brick to the face obvious as that because there's songs about other subjects. Yeah. I I. But not that many. Uh, no, not that many. Not you don't have to yet. be that good at. I know critical thinking is not the the. The, the strong part. Of the, a strong suit I, I of. Maybe some of a certain certain demographics of people that like listen to this band, but holy shit, man, you gotta like read between the lines just a little bit. Wow. Yeah, I, well, I like I said, I only found this out literally fifteen minutes when we went live. Absolutely so wild. I uh, keep going. I, I'm, I'm okay. at the end of all the, these lyrics. Yeah. What I think the song is about. We'll yeah. Go from there. So, so yeah. All right. Jesus so Christ. so obviously the Frankenstein, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, me, you know, metaphor. It's a, it's a shaky metaphor. Yeah, because then um, we get to the chorus, you know. Right. A monster. monster lives. The monster lives. And it goes right. to that upbeat yeah. riff again, which is... So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So Hetfield is... it's the same thing all over again. Right. Yeah. And then we get to verse number fucking three. So Hetfield has kind of described the band as being, being something like, quote-unquote, monstrous. He refers to it in the movie as, as like being a, a beast in a lot of ways because that's it's, true. I agree it's that. um, the fame and the money were kind of like more trouble than they were worth because they contributed to his substance abuse problems and, and kind of all the mm. things that led him to mm. the point where we kind of like left off in the movie last week. So just to, to interject, you know, just go to rehab for fun. Yeah, so, you know? the, the, so these were, if I was, if I read correctly, this, these were written more or less before he went to rehab. I'm pretty sure they were. Yeah, they, were, they yes, sure were. Yes. So, and you can, you're going to find a, as you go through the film and go through the songs, you're going to pick up the stuff that was definitely lyric wise, pre rehab and post rehab. You can definitely see the difference one by one. There's not many pre rehab stuff, but there's definitely, uh, like my road, uh, but we'll, that's a different song, but there's, that's definitely a whole 
you know, different pre-rehab song and stuff like that. But I'm sorry, continue. Uh, okay, so yes, all right. So the um, the <laughs> oh god, all right. So the this is the face that stones you cold. This what, is the moment that what, needs to breathe. What does that mean? I, I don't know. What does that even mean? The moment that needs to breathe. That doesn't mean know. anything. These are the claws that scratch these wounds. What, is our fucking cats coming after us now? Cats, I have a cat. Cat scratch Ni- fever. Cat scratch fever. Uh, this is the pain that never leaves. Oh, that's so... What, so, we're, okay. so we're emo now. No. Yep. <laughs> this is the tongue that whips you down. You also, you use tongue... So tongue I, has I, been I, used I, already. Okay, yes. There's not that many body yes. parts. Yes. There's not a lot of body parts. Yes. We ran out two verses ago. This is the burden of every man. Getting some philosophical shit right now. Yes. Doctor Hetfield. Doctor Hetfield. So stupid. I'm too cold. Why are we doing this? <laughs> These are the screams that pierce your skin. This is the voice of silence no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the red yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's that's, oh, that's rough. That's real rough. Verse but, four um, now. So that's the point where, yeah, that bounce rip that gets reused a bunch of times throughout the record exactly. is like is is in there. And it, as I was listening to the whole record, I kind of hit that like, what? Why is this riff in every song? Every song. Every it's song. not that great. Why the fuck is this song almost nine minutes long? Um, something that makes me absolutely insane about James's delivery that Bob Rock should have stopped. He does a, a not the yes, and I'm not gonna say yeah. He does, yeah, yeah. He loves yeah. it. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that is, Ooh, a, yeah. that is a James Hetfield trademark. Yeah, yeah. but um, <laughs> that's not what I was gonna say. It's actually this, like, so he does this, like, this uptick in his voice on a, like yes. some kind of monster. Yes, it's like this thing that he does. It is one of those things that when you when you really pay attention to how often he's doing it, you can't. You cannot unhear, unhear it. it. Yeah, exactly. Because you're anticipating it at this point, it, especially in this record. He oh. doesn't do it for any other record before or after. It's only this one. It is oh. incredibly grating. It makes me absolutely insane. Bob Rock should have put a stop to it. This is hurting me right now. I don't I know why. Are well, we halfway through the song? No. No, I think we. <laughs> I don't think we're halfway through the song yet. Wait, 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 uh, the, barely. Yeah, barely. We are like approximately as we hit verse four. We've got, this is the taste of flesh and soul. Mm, okay. Uh, this is the trap that smells so good. I don't know the fuck does what that, that mean? means. Uh, you, you can clearly tell he's losing. Yeah. He doesn't know what the fuck to say anymore. This is the flood that drains these eyes. These are the looks that chill to the bone. This is the fear that swing overhead, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Holy fuck. It's just, the, it's, it's a lot of nothing. It's a lot of like pseudo philosophical kind of shit where it's like, you didn't, you're not dudes that aren't articulate trying to start this is it's real local band energy because i feel yes. like i've known a lot of guys in like very average local bands that are uh clearly not super eloquent dudes but yes. can't really stay in their lane yeah. as far as that goes and they're trying to sound smarter what, than they what, are what's their perception they want to be perceived and like, as something big. and i'm an idiot but it makes uh, me crazy to hear too. like like dumb guys trying to sound smart yeah. is that like that's what's happening Right, that's the that's the energy that's at play here. Trust me, when we play, we are we are dumb guys being dumber. Honestly. Yeah, oh, 100 percent. Yes, <laughs> and we thrive on that all day long. <laughs> Absolutely. So, all right, we get oh. the, the we the people we hear this. Yeah, so again. there's just it's a a great big copy paste of of. So what? some kind of monster, and then we okay, they change the riff changes. So then the yeah. yes, yes, okay, yes. okay. So then the riff changes and the the. What I call the Presidio riff, because it's the first thing that it they show. It is the Presidio riff, yes. It's the first part that they show them working on in the movie. Yes. And it comes out of nowhere, and it is such a... It's a... Okay, so this is compositionally interesting okay. for all the wrong reasons. You, you, but it's, you would know this It's compositionally okay. interesting because unlike, I would say, the huge majority of Metallica songs, uh-huh. it's a key change. Is it? Oh, yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it is. I never thought of that. That is weird. That is weird for Metallica. It's a key change. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yes. It's a key change, and it's a very awkward one. It is a jarring and grating key change, because it doesn't resolve in a way that's satisfying at all, but it's you can tell that it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. 
it, it, it is bewildering that they chose to do that riff the it way that they did it. Key, I never thought of that. You're yeah, absolutely right. It's a key, key change, which is yeah. real strange. Yeah, Because in, in Metallica's case, and, and in the case of most metal bands, I'm not going to say necessarily most like rock music, but mm-hmm. like uh, pretty much all like heavy metal, you know, the key is whatever the lowest fucking note in your tuning of choice is. Yeah. That's just it, it, how it goes. How that's goes. that's yeah, heavy. Exactly. That's yeah. heavy guitar music yeah. is, you know, not exactly known for a lot of like uh, tasteful or creative key changes. You're hammering at the lowest note you've got most of the time. Yeah, melody. That's that's yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. The, the, kind of the the look at the entire mid two thousands and all the uh, the. C tuned open chugs mm-hmm. in that entire scene. Is um, that coming back? Oh uh, God, I hope not. I hope not either. But yeah. I, we, we, that, no, I don't want. Well, I would like for I would like for the new metal influence to to stop. That's what I would like to happen because that's the thing is like because trends are cyclical, and everything's like kind of in a 20, 20 year cycle, right? Yeah. So it's you know still, the eighties stuff yeah. in the eighties stuff in popular music has really kind of been that's like the thing. Came uh, like we were talking about earlier with like yes. that weekend record and stuff, but it's like it's all over the place, right? The kind yeah. of the synth pop kind of influence and all that that kind of shit. In um, in heavy music, the the trend has gone heavily towards like late nineties. Yes. So would you call the, just this particular song? I know we can go through all the records and such. Would you call this? New metal influences in this one. It's pretty close. I mean, the, it's close. There's a bounce riff. In there's it. a bounce riff. It's close. Which is like yeah. it's close enough to like a corn riff, or like yeah. a or like a roots type. Yeah, Sepultura roots. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. It's there. It is there. Oh, so um, the tunings and drop. This is uh, drop yeah. C. Yeah. So yeah. Awesome. So the tunings. We're, there. we're in that neck of the woods of like you know. A lot of new metal bands were a little lower. You know, we're talking B or lower yeah. in a lot of situations. But, like, yeah, we're getting into that territory. Yeah. I would, for I, sure. I would say, just for, we're just talking lyrics part, it's approaching, but it's not as prevalent as in the other songs we're talking about, which I will fucking destroy. Uh, by the way, I would, so I would not call this record and the whole a new metal record. There are influences, there are certain songs that have more into it but there's some other songs that have none of that sort of stuff either which I would defend vehemently when we get to that point I but. wrote the f- words why the fuck is this song still happening yeah <laughs> so, so okay so we're at that the, um, the key change riff yes and then it goes to what this is the cloud that swallows trust okay this is the black that uncolored oh my god he's rhymed trust with us yep <laughs> It's not quite masses with masses, but it's yeah. not that much better. <laughs> I just realized um, that. So then we have this uh, ominous I'm in us. In a chant. I'm anus. Uh, I'm anus. In you a said, ch- I am anus. Uh, 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 ominous I am. Well, it's this like throat singing thing, yes. which when you watch the, um, it's a particular treat when you watch the rehearsal footage because you get Kirk's, Kirk in- doing it. Yes. Kirk's insane Louis Armstrong <laughs> backing vocals where he's like, and he'll do it on frantic, where he's uh, you live and die. You don't don't ruin that song put, for me. I yeah. gotta put the clip in here. Okay. I'm gonna put the clip in. Oh, I can't wait till we do the frantic song. Oh, there, there's fuck. so many bits and pieces to pick out. But anyhow, yes. Uh, Bless his little heart. I know it's so funny. Does, and, does and Rob do any of the odd? Ah, he does on the uh, yeah in the rehearsal. He, the rehearsal, he does. Yeah, the, the the sort of the gang course. vocal kind yeah. of parts. They're both doing them, and um, so that the Presidio riff. On the recording, it is either some parts of that riff, like the the parts that are kind of like the more kind of high note, yeah, noting parts, yeah, sort of the high noting part. Yeah. It's either it's hard to tell because I I I didn't subject myself to like putting headphones on for this like earlier. I was sure. like just listening to it on like the TV, sure. And like some parts of it sound like they're either played like just so incredibly demo guitar bad mm-hmm. with each other or like the whole mix goes to mono for a second. It literally sounds like the entire Sorry, thing gets squashed to mono squashed. for a second. Yeah. There's like a weird think, volume I, drop I when that happens. I hear that too, yeah. It's again, something that like, if I was doing a demo, I would redo it. 
delete that. Delete that. <laughs> and that's your final product is your your mix like pos- going out maybe going out of phase with each other or yeah, something. Okay, yeah. It's it's a strange thing and it just sounds like something went wrong. Yeah. And they just couldn't go back and fix it for some reason. Or they intentionally keep it there because it's a garage band. Yeah. It's and, supposed and, and, to sound dirty and, and raw. James does like a strange, James does like a really strange like ogre delivery on the last, uh, yeah, the last chorus. Does, yes. But he does it a bunch on the, uh, the, Ooh. he does it a bunch on the rehearsal footage because you can tell that, you can tell he loves that, that he loves it. He loves and it. You can tell that because they tune down. He thinks that the band is way, Metallica is like way harder than they actually are. Wait. So when the when the when the when, the when yeah. the chorus riff hits, when the some kind of monster riff hits, he's yeah. doing like full blown like sit like you know a faux death growl yeah. like every time. So I can't even do it. Like I leading it, like, it. Ooh. it's very Ooh. very silly. Jesus Christ! Now we got to talk about something that is absolutely insane. Are we talking about, talk about the end of the song? We're talking about the end of the song. Oh, the the, okay. the little doodle. Like, the little like circus okay. doodle at what the, the end. Fuck it's that? even worse. Oh god, oh, I'm getting acid reflux <laughs> talking about this. It's even worse on the rehearsals because they do the, keep it in the rehearsals. They do it in the rehearsals. The guitars are very pitch shifted. It's like a whammy yeah. type effect on the album. Yeah. But they don't do that when they play it on the rehearsal footage. Yeah. So it sounds even more like strange and out of place. Like they yeah. just you know, I, it reminds me of like, um, like my very first band where mm-hmm. like we were really shitty at like ending songs. Okay. And we just like, I remember that there was this one song that we just like, and the whole time we were a band, which was like a bunch of years too, which yeah. is filed. We just never finished this song and it would just devolve into like just the guitar player doing this like shitty noodle at the end. And it was just like not an, a, a fully unfinished piece of music. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. just not done. Yeah. Why do they put that in there? I don't know. I, I don't. It, is it just they just didn't know how to end the song? Because so after the last part of the chorus, some kind of monster lives. It goes into the uh, the, the 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 tough riff. Yeah. And then the do 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 do. At the end, of it right there. At least there's some finality to yeah, it. Yeah, you could have ended done. it on like a it, it's a, a hard fuck, yeah. um, like a, a hit, yeah, you know, a kind hit. of a percussive moment. And you know what? If the whole point of this song is to sound so odd and weird and shit like that, end it like that. These with that duo was like three, four second recording at that. It is just the I and you're gonna it, and it this, ruins the whole thing. It ruins the whole thing. And this is not the first they're gonna do this again on multiple times on other songs where they're gonna end this weird doodly fucking shit. Yeah, like I, compositionally speaking, yeah. I'm. I listen, and and again, like having sound design and having things that are little snippets of things, and and doing all that stuff. Like, listen, you know, I love like industrial music where sampling yeah. and yeah. kind of odd little clips of things are yeah. are are the crux of the genre, right? So yeah. that's not to say that like, is this industrial metal now? <laughs> oh God, it's it's closer to that than it is to anything else, I guess. At that point. I'm just trying. I, 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 I just tell my brain to fucking shut down at this point. I just don't know. Like, fuck, fuck, fuck. The the rehearse. So the rehearsal footage too. It's 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 funny because they play it slower. Okay. So it's a little okay, bit longer, okay, which yeah. is a big downside. But the riff itself. Between the playing it a little more, a little slower, a little mm. more kind of swing to it, yeah, and also like so much better li- like drum pr- like yeah. uh, engineering mm-hmm. somehow on the rehearsals yeah. DVD mm-hmm. than the actual finished album. Yeah, that riff works a lot better. Better, um, but then the problem is so that here's a big problem is that like um, James is not playing like a unison part for like a lot of the song. He's just, uh, he spends a great deal of the song just standing there. Yeah, right. Exactly. And Kirk is playing a bunch of the rhythms. Scary thought. Kirk is not <laughs> as strong a, a rhythm guitar player. So he's, that's the problem is like what you get in, in things that are a little better, mm-hmm. you lose in, in Kirk being tremendously sloppy. Yes, he and it just always doesn't notoriously, have... yes. even before this record, if you go back, even back in the 80s when they play a lot, Kirk has always been known 
even his fucking leads and souls yeah. always been as a loose player. Even in the, the even in, in his prime, right? Even yeah. in like the best of his his era. You know, if you listen to if you listen to stuff on Master Puppets and Ride the Lightning and fucking Justice and all that stuff, he has been struggling to bend notes in tune mm-hmm. his entire career, mm-hmm. and it's distracting. Yeah. It makes me nuts. Yeah. <laughs> he's getting really, worked up right now it really guys. it gives me just like <laughs> such an OCD like clench it like puts me in a clench every time I hear one of his like out of tune bends yeah and it sucks because I want to root for Kirk more than anything right? I know, it's like exactly. bless his little heart I want to I'm on his side I right? know it's just this record alone and we'll go more into it this is this is if do not listen to this for Kirk and, and the scary part is both the rhythms were done by if you actually listen to some of the other songs you can hear the differences like yeah you can hear them really Kirk. clearly yeah, and apparently because they're one, out of fucking tune uh, this one I don't think is as prevalent but there's others that we'll get into that are oh my god it's so bad so bad oh god uh, so there's like a lot to learn I think in, in all of this and it's you know, I think the most important thing is like learning. The how song to s- ended, by the way. So. Yeah, so the song, <laughs> is, the song's over. But like, self-editing is really important, and you can, you don't need to make the song eight minutes to take people on a ride. You can do a two and a half minute song or less, and cram a bunch of parts in yeah. and make people feel like they really went somewhere with that that song, and it's not long and like a, a feeling of like taking taking people from point a to b to c mm. is they're not like mutually exclusive things right yeah. like you can you can do the same thing in a shorter form song correct you don't need five verses so many verses and and this is something that like i i always say this and like and Ooh. and if andrew was here today he'd laugh because he he knows that this is true because i say it all the time it's like if people that thing of like you wanna you wanna hear the vocals go sing it yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. that that like you wanna hear the you wanna hear that part again mm-hmm. hit repeat yeah. <laughs> and we even even talk about just the fucking snare the whole so now yeah. I'm gonna tell you right now because the snare you're, you're gonna keep hearing the snare throughout the song the snare ruins it even when they're oh, not, he's oh, not oh, playing you, because it's rattling you, all over the fucking place. You think place. that this is bad? This is actually probably the least worst of the snare in the whole record. I don't know what the fuck Lars and Bob Roth did with the, the drum recordings. Well, the piecemeal nature the, the piecemeal, of the way that yeah. it was recorded means that every song has a different drum mix. Yes. And some is, of them have oh. a much more clear and apparent oh. ring of the the uh, uh, deactivated snare. Oh, my God. And it's this one's not bad. I mean, not that I would want to hear it, but there's I don't want to spoil it because there are songs we're going to hit that I really could not hear because I just hear the dong dong it's a ring yeah. it overpowers the overpowers entire it. song yes. in certain cases and we'll talk so. we'll talk about that that's more so even like when we get to Saint Anger the yeah. song yes uh, so just, just I'll, be, to, I'll be dead before just to put a bow on it just just what I think this song is about fucking gun laws and shit no it's not fucking that this song I think all about is just pieces just is just me. Is it just me, Zachary Chero speaking? Not for Nick and anyone else. I think it's just pieces of what James is feeling that are being put together that created the monster that came out inside him. That's yeah, all. It's about Nothing the. Else. It's about the band. It's, it's about, about him band, trying to yeah. piece himself back together from addiction. Yes. It's about those exactly. things. All it's the it's in a That's all it is. in a really uh, ham-fisted way. You know, exactly. It, 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 as far as like a dude who's not super eloquent trying to work in a lot more metaphor. Yeah, exactly. And it's like not really working. I mean, like I said, just going through all the, you know, this song could be about rebellion against leadership or really can involve hard times for anyone. Sure. Fuck it. Like, I, I'll take that. But I, I'm telling you, I'm kind of afraid to look at the rest of the lyric meaning so that people want to start interpreting. What are they going to say about Visible Kid? No, I do not think about it. I do not. Oh, we'll get there. Don't worry. We'll get there. But so uh, just from a Metallica fanatic like me, this song is weak. Uh, Just too many repetitive riffs. Nothing interesting. The lyrics are just, are you know, the top of the head that's that's flat. Do not, I would definitely give you my, you know, St. Anger checklist of, you know, what to listen to, you know, on the record and such. 
This one's gonna be in the bottom tier. Not the worst one. It's definitely by long shots not the worst. I put it. How many songs are there? Ten, I think. Something uh, like that. You know, I should start. You know, I'm gonna start doing. I'm gonna start making a checklist of what's the best say anger songs from top to bottom. <coughs> Excuse me. And I think I'll put this at. We'll call it number. Was there ten of them? We'll call it number seven for now. Yeah. So low tier. Purify is worse. Yeah, it's pretty bad. The end riffs up, but no, nope, we're not saying you get to. We'll no. get there. Oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. So. All right. Well, I have a headache. Fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> Come back next week or fucking don't. I don't know. <laughs> next week, uh, we got, we got, what's the cliffhanger in there? We got to give them something. Oh, you know? God. Fine. Fine. All right. So next week, next week, we're kind of kicking back to the movie. We're going to be talking a little bit more about kind of the next, the next act of some kind of monster, if yes. you will. So, so James is off to rehab. And the next, pretty good. We actually don't see James for a while after that. Yes, yeah, so and to and a little bit, yeah. and so the next part we're going to be discussing is kind of the the fallout of James going to rehab, and uh, Lars yeah. and Kirk and Bob and Phil Towel and Dave Mustaine. Oh my God! Yes, I all the Dave just part. Yes. floundering around, <laughs> not having a fucking clue. Kirk goes deep into his horse girl arc. Horse. Uh, Lars has an existential crisis that 150 people showed up for Jason's new band at, at, a, at a, a small club. And um, Jason is the future. Metallica is the past. That is correct. Oh my Jason God. is the future. And Metallica is the past. And there's holy a lot of meat shit. On this one. There is a lot to, there's a lot of meat on those bones and there's an awful lot to unpack and we're going to get there. And we'll see you next week. Oh, God. God. <laughs> Some kind of monster. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. 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 yeah.